6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, we know that COVID-19 has challenged us in a lot of ways. And one of the biggest ways is starting conversations about how we feel. And I think that can be a tough conversation and tough to figure out at the best of times. It doesn't matter if it's with kids or other adults, but having a, a common experience or story to rally around can help. Well, in this month's episode of How Does It Make You Feel? We want to put the spotlight on a locally produced animated short movie that has a goal of helping those tough talks it's called back home again and it is inspired by the resiliency we saw after the fort mcmurray fire and the story is told through the eyes of the woodland creatures who live in wood buffalo wood buffalo forest is still evacuating and still under the constant threat of the beast everyone who lives there was forced from their homes as crews continue to do their best to stop the flames from spreading. Oh man, it was like something right out of a movie. Whoosh! You never saw anything like this in your whole life. As I was swimming, right, I could see the beast stretch across the side of the pond. The flames were as, they were as high as the trees. The film features a star-studded cast, including Michael J. Fox, Catherine O'Hara, Eugene Levy, Martin Short, Lauren Cardinal, and the late Ed Asner and Norm MacDonald. The executive producer, Charmaine Hammond, joins Dr. Gans Ferentz this afternoon. Charmaine, Dr. Gans, welcome back to 6.30 Chad. <laughs> Thank you. Know what you. Have, I guess. you know what? Give us an idea. And Charmaine, maybe I'll start with you on this one. You know, if we remember, you know, when you looked at what happened at Fort McMurray and Slave Lake, all of these big, big, um, you know, tragic events that uh, communities have gone through, and, and, and we saw them come out on the other side. We, we saw this resiliency. How how does coming through something like that help us do better with things that we're facing right now? Oh, I, I love that question. One of the things that we learned from having conversations with so many people was the importance of connection, the importance of community in helping people kind of come back home, so to speak. And right now, the conversations that we have building our community and creating connections is so important for what we're dealing with as around the world as we navigate and live through a pandemic. Can I just ask you, you know, this this uh, short, it's about 30 minutes long and it's star studded. That's pretty amazing. Yes. The names that are in this. <laughs> and they all donated their time and talent to this project. All amazing. of the cast. Mm -hmm. They found they knew it was an important conversation that had to be had. Absolutely, and really committed to helping us inspire conversations about hope, resilience, community, and, and wellness. So, Dr. Gans, when we talk about conversation and we talk about change and, and, and learning how to deal with things and, and deal with uh, challenges, how do we start those conversations? When's a good time? Where's a good place? How do you, how do you ask the question without ticking somebody off? Well, see, this is, this is a exactly the reason I wanted to you know bring light to this project right because something like this is a wonderful way to start H having having something we can rally around or a common experience that you know whether it's a story or something we've been through that we can start to talk about it's like you know how do you feel about some of this stuff you're seeing this particular incident with uh, the Fort McMurray fires 
it's it was such a big deal, especially for those of us in you know we Charmaine and I both lived in Fort McMurray. Um, those of you know everybody in Edmonton or the whole of Alberta, we felt it, and and so to remember that we lived through, we got through something big like that, can really help us then to have those conversations about these other big things we're going through, like mm-hmm. the pandemic, like the truth and reconciliation conversations we're having, these big conversations that might be hard to talk about. We know that, okay, when we have the support from our neighbors and our friends and our family, we can actually start those conversations and share how we feel, ask questions, and get the support that makes us all feel better, not just the person talking, but the person listening. So when we talk about the, the the language, though, around it, you know, the words are important. What words should we be using or maybe which words should we be staying away from? <laughs> I don't know who wants to tackle that one, Charmaine. Sure. I'll, I, I learned a lot of this from a former career when I was a mediator, and you're absolutely right. There's words to lose and words to use. And I think a lot of people are not clear of just how to get that conversation going. So sometimes it's important to know that being in silence with someone is an act of support just being there so powerful and then using words like what would make it the biggest difference for you right now instead of saying something like can I help actually offer a solution I'm here for you I don't know what to say to make it better because sometimes honestly we don't know what to say and it's okay to let them know that I don't know what to say to make it better I want you to know that I'm here for you you're not alone and sometimes, and, and there's also words, you know, people can, when they don't know what to say, almost brush things off, like, ah, well, it's not going to be that bad. It'll be fine. Those are words we should probably stay away from. <laughs> yeah, those, those are on the words to lose list because people, <laughs> people feel like they're being either patronized mm. or minimized, and it can really create people feeling isolated. And right now, people are struggling with isolation already. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I was I was just gonna add too, you know, a lot of times um it's 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 not even so much what we say, but also the willingness to listen. Right. And you know, Jalen, you and I have talked about this a bunch about active listening or drive through listening when you you know, when somebody says something, you show them you understand by repeating what they're doing and really trying to get to the the feelings underneath what they're saying as opposed to say, yeah, yeah, I get it. I've I've been there too, too, right? But just really listening because then people feel heard. They feel validated. They feel their their feelings are understood. And, And sometimes just that is healing, but if there is more work to be done, then you have a much easier conversation after that. Dr. Gans, how how important is it, you know, I think we all have a choice every day on how our day is going to unfold, what kind of attitude that Mm -hmm. we bring to the day, you know, we can kind of make that decision when we wake up in the morning or maybe after your coffee, whatever it is. How important (laughs) is that? It is good. It is, you know, and it's it's one of those things that we actually have control over when, especially now during the pandemic, when we feel like so much is outside of our control, being able to choose who you're going to show up as on a regular basis is actually essence of power. Most of us go through life basically reacting to what comes at us, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody says something, okay, we're going to give them the finger or, you know, we're going to yell at or whatever. We're going to give back in kind, right? But when you get up in the morning and you can actually take those, whatever, 10 seconds, 30 seconds, whatever it is, to determine how you want to live this day, how you want to go through, how you want to act, who you want to be, Mm. what that does is it gives you back the power. 
and it doesn't give other people the, the ability to control how you show up based on how they act, right? It, it is and that gives you back your power. It is a shortened version, unfortunately, of how does that make you feel today as we make way for, for hockey. But I did want to ask you about this. I think it's it's always really important to, to know that you have some backing, that you have someone around that you can turn to if you need. Charmaine, we talk about knowing your three, you know, knowing who has yeah. your back. How important is that? That is so important for us. It's important to also teach that to children so that they know who are those three trusted allies in your life, people that you can openly share your feelings with. You don't feel like you're being judged. You know you can talk about what's going on for you. They've got your back. And when you know those three, that really helps with getting the conversations going, knowing where you can turn for help. And I think about remembering that we don't have to be okay all the time. There's a lot of pressure on us. And I know Gantz and I have talked about this a lot, about it's okay to not be okay all the time and absolutely okay to ask for help. And if you know who your three are, those might be the three people you go to first. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, again, the, the film is called Back Home Again, and it was inspired by the resiliency we saw after the Fort McMurray fires back in 2016. It's a short movie, about 30 minutes, but really geared to a, a younger audience to help start these conversations. Again, star-studded cast, Michael J. Fox, Catherine O'Hara, Eugene Levy, uh, the late Ed Asner, Norm Macdonald, and so many more. October 2nd and 3rd, like this weekend, how exciting, the world premiere at the Edmonton International Film Festival. And um, who was the person behind, I mean, you're the executive producer, but who was the screenwriter and the director of this? Oh, Michael Mankowski. I, he is an incredible screenwriter, director, and has worked on this. He calls this a love letter to his community. This is, he's a Fort McMurrayite as well, born and raised, and so this story uh, was so important for him to create so that he could inspire these conversations of wellness, connection, and hope. Well, the trailer alone made me uh, want to see it, and I guess that's what it's supposed to do. Charmaine Gans, thanks for joining me this afternoon. As always, you can find out more at AskDrGans.com. Sorry for the shortened uh, version today. We'll do it again next month. All right. Thanks for having thanks us. so much. Thanks, Gans. Thanks, uh, Charmaine. And uh, again, Back Home Again is the short film.